It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! hey Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It is hump day. That means Tyvis is Tyvis is crazy today. Man. Whoa. Tyvis <laughs> is just crazy. Saying Mike Williams better than T. Higgins. I mean, I don't know. Listen, Mike, mind. Mike Williams has a, is, when healthy, mm-hmm. is much more productive If you have than to T. asterisk or caveat, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's right. when because health, if when your healthy, aunt with healthy, was. I didn't say if. I said when healthy. Plus, like, T. Higgins is younger. He's much more productive. If it's like healthy. Not, He's when healthy. <laughs> He's only had 2,000-yard seasons in six years. It's no. like saying you would take Batman what, what over is, anybody is. else in the Justice League. Right here it is. I, well, there you go. I would take Batman Oh, you know over. what I wanted? To, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, wanna, I, I think that we, don't, we, we obviously don't spend any time talking about our second-tier teams, and I hate that because they're very entertaining. Mm-hmm. The Charge, which is the Bass. old D-League version. I went to a of, game last week. They're fun, aren't they? That the, was the best $4 ticket I've I ever went last year. Life. Affordable and a good time. Is Taco Falls still on the team? No, no. I don't think so. No, he's not. That was no. so much fun watching him last year. And the Monsters, of course. Well, and that's why I bring this up. So yeah. there's, there's dual promotions that I want to just give a quick shout-out. Batman Night Specialty Jersey. The Monsters are going to wear... Batman jerseys. That's crazy. That's actually that is is cool. And after the game, these jerseys are going to be auctioned off with the proceeds going to help the benefits of the the Monsters Community Foundation. Uh, I want one of those Batman jerseys. I want want that jersey. What's that? You going? I'm going. I, I just, Absolutely. I want to. I've been. I've been to Monsters games. I'm not much of a hockey guy. Oh, really? But they. But, they, but I've been to games and they put on a great show. It is. It's a I great never, product. I've Hockey in a, person is so much better than on TV. Every That's other sport everybody person says. by a mile. That's by a mile. Unless never, you're sitting on the court for the NBA. Tybus, you've never been to a Blue Jackets game. I've never been to a hockey game in my Tybus, life. Tybus, just go and report. It's you know what's person. sad? I work for 97.1, and they'd be like, oh, hey, we got this suite. Just let us know whenever you want to. Yeah. Tybus, go. I have kids. You'll yeah, be you a fan. Been, You'll become kids. a fan, I promise. Yeah. It's fun in person. It's a fast-paced sport. It's action. I played it until seven knee surgeries, and I loved it. It was the, more fun than playing baseball, and you guys know how much I love playing yes. baseball. It's but, just it's a blast. But I, I still think enforcer. I just slam people best, up and get in fights. You the, could probably be a first-round draft pick. The best <laughs> ever, though, is I did once. I didn't pay for these tickets. Yeah. Okay? I don't have this kind of cash. I was invited to sit first row for a Cavs game once. Mm. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Must, that was an amazing must experience. Be that nice. is really an experience because oh you're like stuck here on the bench for crying out loud. Yeah. I sat front row for the Big East tournament once, too, which was pretty cool. At Madison Square, which is – I don't even remember. It's okay, a, so no, that's – uh, I want to give the details. Yeah. Thursday night, the 29th. So, everybody's looking for fun things to do that week between Christmas and Thanksgiving. Or uh, <laughs> Christmas and New Year. Wow. <laughs> that's a month. Yeah. Um, it's Thursday night, the 29th, 7 p.m. is the start. They're going to wear these fire Batman jerseys. They're going to be auctioned off after the game. I imagine you could get one for a pretty good price if you're interested in that kind of thing. Also, the, the Batman shirt that I'm wearing. So, this is an upcoming promotion for the charge. Uh, they're giving away Batman posters for the first 2,500 kids that uh, are in attendance that night as well. And then the Charge are also doing something. I, I don't have that sheet of paper, but this is the, these are the upcoming promotions for the Monsters. Check it out. It's a the great time. Charge play at Cleveland State's uh, arena. Yeah, the they do. They do. Center, yeah. But right. it's a nice, it's an intimate setting, and the basketball's fun, yeah. and it's a good night. All right, uh, busy show. Tyvis is here, true or false. Who's the defending champ? I am. That's who. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? 
you can tell when somebody ain't wow. used to winning right there. Now that's you're right. That's I got to act like I've done this before. That was not a Barry Sanders move right there. <laughs> no, it was not. That was awful. That was Chad Ochocinco. That was, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I just couldn't resist. I love poking the bear the every man? chance I get. And time is You know what? Today you come in and laugh. All right, let's Book see. It. Uh, we're going to talk Brown Saints. At noon, my good friend and co-host uh, on Channel 3, Betsy Kling, is going to join us to tell us just how bad the weather's going to be. If you're going to the game, you're going to want to pay attention. Also, if you're a fan of the game, you're going to want to pay attention because I'm 95% certain, and I'm not a meteorologist, but I do work with one. I'm 95% certain that weather is going to have a massive the impact wind. on this game. The right. wind could be gusting in the 50 to 60 yeah, mile an insane. hour range. You're not throwing the ball in that. You just can't. Especially Dalton. He doesn't have a strong arm at all. And it's, it's Scare, a little interesting. For the, me, it scares me for the Browns. Because Chubb didn't practice yesterday. No. He's got the foot. Because against the Baltimore Ravens, our, our run defense was horrendous. Well, against it everybody was. pretty and much. And the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. But Greg Roman couldn't figure that out. He, he, and no, he kept he, throwing yeah, the ball and yeah. throwing the ball. I thought Joe Woods was calling the offensive plays well, for the Ravens. Well, well, if, wow. All right, um, and we're going to preview, and this is great because Tyvis thinks he's the greatest player in any sport ever to live. Um, mm. But Milwaukee, the Bucks are in. That means Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be at uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse tonight. Man, I need a ticket. Somebody got an extra ticket. Yeah, I know. This is a hot it, ticket. I think you should want to see the greatest player of all time play. Like that's something that you it should, <laughs> be, on, it should be on your bucket list ever. See Giannis Speaking play. Of buckets. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna have the buckets yep. game. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do that with the Cavs today. Yep. Cavs edition. So I, this is a big game for the Cavs because mm -hmm. at some point to get to where you want to go, you're gonna have to beat the Boston's. You're gonna have to beat the Milwaukee's. They've beaten the Celtics two times in two games. They have not played well against the Bucks in two Lost losses. Lost by 15 both games. Both games both home on the road. and away. Oh, no, I thought, I thought one was home. So this no. is the first no, home game. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm anxious to see how this team, which is 15-2 and two in the best home record, yep. can play against a Milwaukee team tonight. We're going to get to the Browns and the Saints in just a second, but I do think that we have to spend just a second to talk about the late now great Franco Harris. Um, it's I, I, There's so much irony in this, I can't even believe it, but – uh, his family now has confirmed that that um, the great Hall of Fame running back for the Steelers has died at 72. It's 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 so sad because Saturday was the the Steelers and Raiders are celebrating the 50th anniversary of one of the most unlikely plays. Even though I still think it was a bad call, and replay may yeah. have overturned it, but the immaculate reception. 50 years ago, Saturday, and they're going to retire his number. No I don't think the Raiders are celebrating it. I think no, they're the not. But they, I mean, for their yeah. part in that game, yeah, sure. they're, they're part of that history. By the and way, those teams in those are playing games, again. I, in reading about the Immaculate Reception uh, today, I was reading an article about it, and I didn't realize that in those days, first of all, there was did the ball hit the ground before he caught? That was the big question. But there's another thing that could have made that play illegal too. When it goes off, who did it go off from the Raiders? I can't remember. It it was bounces it? off his helmet. I'm not sure. Whoever it was. But the wide receiver for the Steelers, who was the intended target on that play, if it hits him first, <laughs> it's a, incomplete. It's a dead ball. Yes, it is. That's obviously not you the You can't rule go now. offense to offense. Yes. You couldn't back then. Then, now you can. So, right. you couldn't even tell for sure who it hit because, you know, in those days, they didn't have a ton of cameras. Right. It wasn't the same. We did but. a piece on it a number of years ago. It may have been for the 40th anniversary. Yeah. Um, where replay officials today looked at the play. Right. And there was a little bit of the, the ultimate the ultimate judgment was they would not have overturned it because there right. wasn't enough evidence. Right, mm -hmm. right. But, you know, even Franco Harris, when asked about this play in the many, many years and the many times he'd been asked about it afterwards, never really gives the definitive it was clean. Um, so you just don't know. He's probably the one that knows more than anybody. It's good marketing. And he takes yeah. it to the grave with him. So the late, great Franco Harris. And I know he's our biggest rival. He was from, uh, one of the best players on our biggest rivalry. But just in the, in the interest of good sportsmanship, uh, I'd met him a number of times. He was an absolute 100% complete great guy and gentleman. Hmm. Um, so we pay uh, our respect and our homage to the late, great Franco Harris, and it'll put a different spin on this yeah. Saturday's yeah, game yeah. between the Raiders and the Steelers. I, I will sure. say anybody that, you know, I think football is a fraternity. I never played at the highest level, um, but, you know, I respect anybody that, that played the game. Like, you know, if you, especially if you're great, you, you can't, 
you can't not help but to respect the dudes that got gold jackets. That's mm-hmm. the highest level it comes with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and I always say this, you you just a guest. A lot of people are just a guest in, in, in this pantheon in order to make a living. Like, I get to talk about these dudes and talk about sports and, and make an earning and, and make a good living doing it. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I always say that, you know, we are guests. And so, you know, you, you have no, no choice but to pay respect to the people that did it at the highest level. Salute. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he, he's the re- half the reason that a lot of us play football. A lot of us is doing this 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 job. And so, you know, you got to salute and respect him, even though he on the opposite side of the, uh, you know, the, the, the enemy line, so yeah. to speak. In his era, it was not the quarterback that drove the buzz. It was the running back. Well, even Bradshaw admitted that. I mean, he said, Bradshaw was not a great. Had, if you look at Bradshaw's numbers, yeah. you would laugh. Well, now, in fairness to Bradshaw, a lot of the great quarterbacks of that era that's had bad saying. numbers. And that's what I'm pointing out. I think like, he had more picks than touchdowns, maybe. Or right around that number. Yeah. He had all-time great Hall of Fame caliber receivers. But back then, and this was really an extension from Jim Brown and his dominance in the 60s, mm-hmm. but into the 70s, this wasn't a quarterback league no. at all. It was a running back league. It was O.J. Simpson. It was Franco Harris. Before them, it was Jim Brown. Today, we tend to marginalize that position because it's a passing league. But Franco Harris, if you're looking for the straw that stirred that drink, in my view anyhow, because of the way the game was played that time, it was him. And they, they, they were all about running the ball and, you and know, defense. He was a fullback, technically. He was. Jim Brown, Larry Zonka. Uh, that goes to show you how much yeah, the game right. has changed. Fullback. <laughs> they had, he had fullbacks eight. are still used. Kyle Juszczyk is the guy. Yeah. Shout out to you, Juice. And by the way, that oh, Ohio guy. That that offense <laughs> and that system right now, even though there's not a lot of teams running it, it is looking really good. Well, uh, now without those, a great quarterback, those seventy good. teams for the Steelers obviously had Hall of Famers all over the place. Receivers and the receivers. Defense. It was all offensive about line, defense. They were just loaded. They were with talent, but but. But he was the best player on that offense. I feel he was. And he had 8,000-yard seasons. He had five double-digit touchdown seasons. Mm. You and know. if I'm not mistaken, some of his career was 14 games. In fact, maybe yeah. the majority of his career. Yes. There were 14-game seasons. So it really puts into perspective. Like when Jim Brown was rushing for 1,000 yards, that used to be the number. And now when we say 1,000 yards, we're now like, hey, 1,000 yards. 1,000 yards today it's means you're 80. averaging about 65 yards a game. I, to me, the number now is 1,200. Yeah, I think that's, so too. That's the old 1,000. Yeah, but you still hear the number 1,000 yard yeah. seasons thrown around right. like that's the new benchmark, and it's no. really not. By it the really way, isn't. I, think I didn't know this. Franco Harris played for another team in the final year of his career. Was it Sam? No, no. I'm, Sam, a lot of guys Anybody finished know? San Francisco. You're not far off geographically. Is it Oakland? McNuggets. Nope. We got to get to the, the he Seattle. Just, Seattle. Uh, he yes, just I remember <laughs> seeing him in a Seattle Seahawks. He just spawned a, a new game. Shoot. Who, Legends who played. that played on other teams. Joe Montana, the yeah. Chiefs. Or like Brett that. Favre, Jets and Vikings. Basketball. Joe Namath. Now, basketball, basketball is, is the best. Than football. Yeah, basketball, basketball is because I don't think it was as well documented like in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. You want to play one right now? Patrick sure. Ewing. The Magic. Magic. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Yep. Elijah, I think right. Elijah wanted paid for the Raptors. He did. Wow, yeah, that's, that's right. Now that is bizarre. <laughs> well, I, oh, Shaq. Shaq was like Shaq was what like. What did he with the Celtics? Every he played yeah, everywhere. He played, played here. here. No, I know, but I'm saying who did he finish with? Well, but of course Jordan is the biggest one. The yeah, the Wizards. All right, let's dive in. And Bush, I, I'm on it. Don't worry. We'll do you want to do the Tri C read before we go? We do have to do the Tri C read. We do have to do the Tri C read because it's time for Browns Talk, sponsored by. Cuyahoga Community College. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, and personally, and opens up the door for endless possibilities. Tri-C is where the future starts, and it starts right now. Classes begin January 17th, 2023. And in case you're not sure how that's pronounced, it's Cuyahoga Community College. Cuyahoga. I'm going to set a record for the fastest saying of that. By the end of this sponsorship reads, that'll be the fastest I've done. Tri-C. Tri-C. Hello, Russell Flakes. All right, so (laughs) Cuyahoga Community College, we thank you for uh, sponsoring our Browns talk through the rest of the year. Um, This is interesting because the Saints, this is is like a playoff game for the Saints. Yeah. They have to win the division or they're going nowhere. Correct. The Browns are going nowhere, and they know that. That's not. It's it's 0.7% chance. As I said, we went through the scenarios yesterday on our 4 o'clock show of what has to happen. You have a better chance of 
getting struck by lightning. That's fine. Okay. But do you really? But you're telling it's me so bizarre. A, you're saying that there's a chance, though. Uh, there is. Mathematically, there okay. is a chance. Realistically, and for those people who live in reality, there is not a chance. <laughs> All of that being said, the Saints have their destiny in their own hand, if I'm not mistaken. That, they that might, whole... I think all of them that, do. That division is pathetic. But if man. they win... So this is like, a, you know, the playoffs start for the Saints. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awful weather. Um, does that scare you at all that the Saints are playing for way more on Saturday than the Browns are? Yes. Uh, it does? Yes. Why? Because... Cause just because they – that's the thing. Yeah, they They're just not, a game ball. Not the Browns. The Browns. <laughs> I understand that, but that still makes teams – because that means you call it all stops because you it's a must-win game for them. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I guess they'll be they'll be playing right. desperately. So, but like the Browns have know. the luxury. If Chubb's foot isn't well, the Browns have the luxury of saying you're not getting near the field. But wait a second, the Browns. I know it's remote, but until you're eliminated, you gotta still play to win. Clear, yeah. The Browns are not. They're not going into this saying we got no chance to make the does playoffs. It, Who does it matter more to? Yes, let's frame it in its proper context. Does winning this game mean more to the Browns or the Saints? The, and that one is Saints, easy. It's just easy. Now, I'm not again, is it is it meaningless for the Browns? No. It's a home game. You always want to put on a good show in front of the fans. But I'm wondering at what point this organization, which leans <laughs> on probability and outcome very heavily, as all the all of the teams do. But I'm wondering at what point this organization starts asking this question. Is the risk of playing Nick Chubb with a banged up foot worth the reward? Because the reward is minuscule. The risk is very high. By the way, before we answer that, according to 538, the Browns have a 1% chance. Okay? Again, I'm living in reality. You know what they have as the Saints chance? Four. 3%. There's a clearer path for the Saints. I don't know that they're winning the division. see if they control their own destiny. I believe everybody (laughs) in the South controls their own destiny. Atlanta may not now. But going into last week, I know all the teams controlled their own destiny. They can't, though, because they don't play the Bucs. So they can't control their their record. They're a game behind the Bucs. Right, and there's how many games left? Three. So if they win out... They're, they're not in. Yes, not, they are. No, because they're not playing the Bucs. It doesn't matter. If, the, if, if both the, teams, if the if both teams out win, the out, yes. win out, the, Bucks, the Saints but go. But that's not controlling your destiny. Controlling that your destiny means you're in the playoffs and you win three in a row. I, I understand that, but yeah. when you look at this, yeah, they, have right. to finish, they have to finish a game ahead of Tampa Bay. Yes. They have to. Well, yes. Tampa's not so Tampa could lose twice, <laughs> and the Saints could win out, and the Bucs still go. Right, but that's not the controlling Bucks your own destiny. have to lose all three games for the Saints to go. But when I tell you the number of things that have to happen for the Browns, it's, I think, 11 or 17. There's one scenario where it's 17. There's another where it's 11. And I don't quite understand why there would be a difference. I'll there throw is it up a in path. one sec. Yeah. You'll see. Hold so on. it's just, it's just, I, I, it's a long shot. But if you're the Saints, you have a clearer path to the playoffs. You know it's what? clearer, but the, they don't The Browns can destiny. win out. Yeah. And there's... 11 other things that have to That's happen. That's true. I don't, I mean, I'm having a hard time getting up for this game. I'm having <laughs> it's a not real, an exciting game. It's, it's, I know. It's, I think it's, we it's, all it's, now, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, well, like, if you're a fan and you want to go into this game, you got the hierarchy. Okay, get to the playoffs. Well, that's a 1% chance. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, Deshaun Watson is playing, man. Maybe we can throw a 40 mile hour wind. Uh, it's a it's a winter winter storm. It's Jack Frost and <laughs> it's Hurricane Katrina in the winter. We ain't getting no money off. <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, let's let's maybe Look, let's get Nick Chubb the rushing title. Oh, I forgot we didn't give him the ball half the season. So and he might not nowhere play. close. And he might not play. So now, what am I looking forward to? Like, 
Hey, Jerome Ford is going to play. You're looking forward to the atmosphere, being in the cold weather, snow atmosphere, watching people have throwing snowballs. It is like you're gonna be like the Bills throwing snowballs at referees. Yeah, like if the dog pound is the dog pound, they you know throw snowballs at refs. They they score. You come jump in the thing on the injury front. Am I the only one that's thinking that at some point? I'm not going to be surprised. If at some point the Browns just tap out on if they lose one more, I think they tapping out on a lot of players. Uh, what about Chubb particularly this week? Didn't practice yesterday. <coughs> we don't, we don't know, know how serious gonna... it is. It might just no, be a minor thing. It could be, but I mean, he's listed on the report with a foot. Right. Didn't practice. Like, I'm just wondering if that's a precursor. If they're setting us up for come Saturday morning saying he's a scratch and then they will be eliminated going into the last two games, and it's much easier to shelve him well, with no chance. Well, let me playoffs. ask you this. Would you be upset if Nick Chubb decided not to play in the, after they got eliminated officially? No. Would you be upset? No, but, not but at you all. Were upset he would never at, do that. Would you I'm upset sorry. at Baker for doing it? No, no, I was not. Bull was. I wasn't. I thought his Baker not play, were. I thought Baker not playing <laughs> the last game was the smart play. Gee, were his teammates his not teammates pissed was, that he didn't his play? Teammates were pissed off. Now, here's I, the, I would be too. But here's the thing that always that, that shocks me with that. He played knowing he needed surgery for 14 games. Now there's no chance of making the playoffs, and he says, "I'm out," and they're pissed. Well, well they was mad. That's a yeah, joke. Yeah, because you no, should have no, went and did it. No, no, no. They, yeah, they should have been did it. They was mad, but because you can't be mad because he didn't play. They was mad because he would have had more money. He, he would have because felt, it was all he messed his money. Him about the team. He did not give them the best chance to win. That's what they thought, and they was like, "Well, listen, you so you gonna come back and play terrible." <laughs> And it's all about you just trying to be great for the you win one for the Gipper, and then we eliminate you. Like, all right, I'm out, dog. I, I got to tell you, I, I have no problem if if Nick Chubb were to come forward and say I've got an injury on my foot. Is that my water? Whatever's going no, on, my, I'm I, not going to play, guys. I think that's that's using the right. I don't muscle. have a problem with it either. I just don't think Nick Chubb would do that. I I think that's the smart play, and I'm not convinced here that he's going to see him again. I need to I'm know not. what the injury is. I mean, because to be honest with you, if Nick Chubb was to say, you know what, my my foot is messed up and I need some time to rest, it actually would do Kareem Hunt some favors. It would no, do I, Jerome Ford some favors, I see, I and see. it would do Jerome. It, it would do all three running backs favors because yeah. now Kareem could get some some tape. Uh, Dearness <laughs> could get some. Tape is and it? Jerome Ford again. Oh, and, we'll and, see what we no, got. No, no, Dearness Johnson think... gonna get some punt return. Dearness Johnson. <laughs> no, gonna that's get some... D- by D-P-J the way, Kareem, got that. no, no, blocking. You think oh, Kareem okay. Hunt? I use I use your expression because uh, you know is Kareem Hunt getting the bag this offseason? Because I don't think cuss. he is. <laughs> don't make me cuss. I don't no. think he is. They don't value running backs like that. Why would he I, get the bag? No, no disrespect. I mean, Saquon Barkley's going to get a lot of money. No, well, no. they're in a different class. No, no disrespect. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb did lost a little burst. Nick he, Chubb? Uh, not Chubb, but <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yes, Kareem, he, he, he has. Lost a, he lost a little burst. Not, well, it's not fair because right now that offensive line is a little. It's but been, all season he has. Because Nick Chubb ain't really getting off like that either. It would you if he went to an offense that was creative and that catered to his skill set, though. Yeah, I like If to, he got back to, I like to see him not the it. Kansas City yeah. Kareem, like but it. if, if he, he was a lot better than what we were ever seeing. He should go to Philly. Jerome Ford he wasn't is, the featured back here. Jerome Ford is the guy we should be want to see. Yeah. That, we, so we, are they asking that question him. then? Who are the Browns inside the building at Berea asking this question? Benefits and risks. If you're making a benefits column for Nick Chubb playing the rest of the year, what are they? Okay. Now let yeah. me ask you this: If you're making a benefits column for resting Nick Chubb the rest of the year. Let's name the benefits. We get to see the other running backs. Well, you rested him all season. We get to rest him because his body has been through another season. You rested Nick Chubb all year. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> but, but also, you eliminate the risk because, God forbid, I don't even like these words coming out of my mouth, but let's face it, on a slippery track, and I'm told one of the real concerns about the weather is going to be this. It's going to rain. And then it's going to go, the temperature is going to go from 40 to single digits in two hours. And here's what that, here's what happens when that happens. So much of the dirt freezes 
and it's never going to be above 32 before they play the game, right. that they will literally be playing on a frozen tundra. Right. It will be a frozen Yeah, it's going to rain tomorrow during the day, then tomorrow night's going to be It's going to flash freeze. It's going to flash freeze. But why don't they, they got the tarp? They can't put a tarp on it for the, for the, oh, the day. I don't know that they tarp. I don't know that they tarp for that. I don't know. Maybe Why? they will. Yeah, they, they will. They sure. they I don't will. know. They will. I don't know. With the snow coming behind it, you would think they you would. would think but one way or another, I just, I just, I'm. To <coughs> me, my nightmare for these last three games in a season filled with nightmares between injuries and the Deshaun Watson and the Jets and all these other things, the the cherry on the top of that nightmare season would be a catastrophic injury to one of your stars. Well, let me ask you this. What if Nick Chubb say, I'm playing? Yeah. Then you play him. Okay. Right. Then, yeah, that, play him. And to me, that seems like the type of person Nick he Chubb is. wants to play. Hey, right. Right. Because it's Nick Chubb's hey. future and it's but his as a, money. But I, as, a, as a coach, you're supposed to protect players from themselves. Right. They didn't well, do that last year. Exactly. So, so you why need can to, they you do need, it this year? Because you learn from your mistakes. So possibly Tyvis. the Browns could step in and say, but wait a second. we're not going to it's lose our franchise offensive player. You played in the NFL. You know how many guys play when they probably shouldn't. That's part of being an NFL player. Let me ask you this, Ty. This, idea, this, Ty, let me ask this you idea that Baker was unique wait a minute, in the NFL wait a is the most laughable thing I've ever but, heard in my life. But it is times that I've seen players where they say, you're not healthy enough to play, you're not playing, and sure. they can't play. Uh, like I, when I was in Denver, Von Miller, Von Miller had an injury to his leg. He went out there, he did the workout, he looked okay, but they said, you're not Well, they playing. did that with Mike White, the Jets. It is what it is. Tyvis, when you're, because there are multiple layers to this decision-making. The player is obviously involved in the process. The team is involved in the process. I've talked to players who have told me stories after the fact, not before, that they were late in the season of a contract year. Oh, if it's a contract year. And Ooh. there were no possibilities for the team to make the playoffs. Oh, if it's a contract How year. easy it is in that decision yeah. for the player to say, oh, no, I'm done. Well, Nick it's it's akin the to what the college players are doing opting out of the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, the bag yeah. is right there. Yeah. Because it's, it's business at the end of the day. It is a business yeah. decision. I'm about, you're not about to, I'm going to go out there and So are and the Browns doing the mental injury? gymnastics on that but as guys, to whether or not they all, play Chubb? For all we know, this could be just a bruised foot. Well, that's what I said. We don't know this is nonsense. He hasn't been, he hasn't missed practice all year. He hasn't been on the right, but it's late all in the year. season. Like he, the, the, this bet, could be a minor day. thing. By the way, Deshaun Watson is the new coach. If y'all haven't noticed, when you get a franchise quarterback, they control who practices, bro. Like that whole. Michael, you think already though? He hasn't done anything. Oh here. no! Oh, he hasn't earned. Oh, that. oh no! Because here's the thing: when they look and he get in the huddle, he looking around like, who with me? Who who in this thing? This is a whole new season. We all agreed that the Jacoby Brissett season was whatever. That's <laughs> it was whatever. But now these games right here, Miles Garrett don't look like he he coming out. Amari Cooper not coming out. None of, and you know if they ain't coming out. Heck, Ethan Pochich, he was on IR. He, he could have been talked that up. He coming back. He coming back. You know why? <laughs> because they trying to get it together. They'll do this thing where it, it, NFL films will do two, 2023. It all started in 2022. In, a, in the last six games where the momentum and exactly the synergy they, was That's built. exactly what they're going to say. And then they'll ride in the offseason, they'll do some stuff, and they'll say, you know, last year, you know, it was crazy. Right. It was adversity. But Nick but Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb would play if it was just us. On so the they're not ball. shutting anybody down no. the rest of the way. They're not. all going to play. All of them. All, wow. every, I'm going to be shocked if they every, do. Every last single one of them. I'm going to be shocked if that's the case. If injury that could get significantly worse by playing, then maybe you shut a guy down. Yeah. But at this point, we have no idea what it is with Nick Chubb. I mean, we just know it's a foot. That's it. Yeah. I, I'll, I, this is crazy. If he don't say. practice today, we have no. Sense. Well, if he doesn't practice today, I would say that, yeah. that that's that's more of an indication that's that it, he's right? not Two going to back play. Two back-to-back Have you ever had, and I'll ask you this, because this happened to me. There was times when I was like an underclassman, right? And I was, I was better when I was under the classman, underclassman, because I wasn't even injured, right? But as an underclassman, like you always got this mentality, like guess what? I'm gonna play regardless. Yes. But then sometimes I was like that my entire career. But yeah. as you get older, you can get beat up a little bit. You might, man, I don't want to practice. I don't want to do that. And then you look back at it, and, and coach, a coach told me, 
You don't never know when it's your last play, dog. Yes, yes. And there's times, and this may seem ironic, there are times where I only dream about a couple things, and that's playing. Like, yeah. I know you didn't have the dreams. Like, you wake up Man. and be and be like, I just had one the other night. Taping up. And it ain't nothing like the atmosphere. It ain't nothing like that adrenaline when you out there with the specialists yeah. getting ready in the, in the crowd half there. The lights is on. They it. playing Phil Collins <laughs> in the air tonight. You out there getting ready to go. That's why you never get that feeling back again. They don't know how many more games Nick Chubb got. I know for a fact if this dude is squatting maxing at somebody's high school in the summer, he ain't missing no games at all. <laughs> he, they had to tape his legs Clip down. that. Because I'm going to be stunned if he plays the, through the season. I, I will be. I think if he, I think he'll play, but his reps will become very limited. Well, well I would think that that's a no-brainer. I just in, it, because you, you got you got to know what you got. What's behind. Ford? What's Ernest? What's well, we know a little bit of what the Ernest is. No, not but, behind this but offensive I line. See, I want to <laughs> see Jerome Ford quarterback. get 20 carries in a game. Uh, I do, too. I, I do, too, actually. 25. I do. 30. If you see what you can do. I don't want to see any of this nonsense see. until the Browns are officially eliminated. I agree. And until that happens, <laughs> I agree I'll with play that. the freaking win. I'll play your silly game. Don't, don't, okay. don't <laughs> tell me the Saints have some great chance you know, <laughs> when they have 3% and the Browns have one. I agree with you. It's Bull. triple right. the chances of the Browns. It's still I, I, very unlikely. Are there the Saints' chance. chances of making the playoffs There's triple what the Browns are? Yes. Don't you exhaust okay. your Are the Saints' chances of making the playoffs very unlikely? Wouldn't you rather say? So there you go. But a lot better than the Browns. I agree. Wouldn't you rather say? We did everything we could. We we did everything we were supposed to and, do. And, and so it's just somebody else's I'm shocked at you. I guess I, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm not at bull, but I'm shocked at you. Is there? Because you know, but you did everything we could. You always play. They to told win. us to go out and win all the games and let the chips fall when they may. Yeah. You know what? I wish there would have been that urgency in week is, seven. Is I agree. Merit, is there merit in saying we was nine and eight? Yes. No. Yes. Nonsense. Like, we like, was over five hundred. Yes. Oh, like, what do you get for that? A winning record. Oh, what do you get for that? Oh, Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin's the greatest coach because he's never had a loser record. You know what you get for that? A worse draft pick. No, you know what you get? Well, you, get. you know what you get? <laughs> That's what you get. I'm gonna tell you what you get. Well, you, get a, too. Uh, you get another year as a head on, coach. On a quick, yeah. Well, on he's a, getting that no matter what. By the way, on <laughs> a quick side note, on a quick side note before we go to Leroy, uh I I got my son an Xbox for Hanukkah. He was Oh wow! Lost his mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure okay. he did. And no, you've Pat. lost your son. <laughs> it's out. It's so I got I I downloaded Madden for him yesterday. Oh man! And so he's been. Had he ever played? He had played at his friend's okay. house. Okay. So he's playing Madden. By the way, Mike Tomlin on Madden looks like Mike Tomlin. It looks exactly like yeah, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. The Some of the guys are look more than others, but Mike Tomlin looks exactly how, like how Mike does Tomlin. your son know that? Why is he on the? No, on the I field? said it. I was watching it. Oh, I watched. But, I was watching but, the play. But why were the Steelers on the screen? Was he playing against the Steelers or was he was play, He did the Bengals against the Ravens, okay, then the Bengals okay. against the Browns, then the Bengals to, against the Steelers. I had to I'll, make sure. Then he replayed the Super Bowl, except Baker was playing for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> so the Bengals won a Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, um, let's bring in Leroy Horde. Leroy Horde, um, join this conversation about, you know, the risk L and L reward. <laughs> Leroy, yeah, I know, because Leroy, Leroy's from a time where, hey, I'm John Wayne, damn it. Get out yeah. my way. Leroy, no, do you believe no, how soft no. Jay is? He wants to sit, guys. What is going on here? Hold on. This is nonsense. Hold on. Let him talk. Here's the issue. <laughs> and the two guys sitting to your right can tell you this unequivocally. Before you were an NFL player or a college player or whatever, you were a competitor. Yeah. That means that no matter what you did, you loved competing against other people and beating other people and having success against other people. Right. And that never goes away. Your body goes away before that mentality goes away, right? Like, Absolutely. I'm still beat. I'm still beating the hell out of my my son because <laughs> I like to compete and yeah, I ain't giving no L. I ain't giving an L to nobody. I ain't giving the win to nobody. We ain't taking no shorts. That's a fact. That don't go away. So, you telling me that a guy that fights scratches and claws for every inch on that football field for the past however many years is going to all of a sudden get up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> no, I'm not because the mentality of the warrior is what you just said. 
However, we've got guys from Harvard. We've got guys from Yale. We've got guys from Princeton now making those decisions for the global trajectory of a franchise. And even, I think even you now at the stage that you're in would agree to this. And I mentioned it risk reward because essentially all of these teams now with, with using analytics to, to, as a precursor to all their decisions, there's a risk reward and there, there's a risk column and there is a reward column. And whether or not I like it, which I don't, that's the reality now. And I think everybody here would agree with that's the way decisions are made now in the league. And if you take that masculinity out of that equation and you got someone from Princeton, Harvard, or Yale now that's looking at spreadsheets and they're looking at risks to playing Nick Chubb the rest of the season and rewards, what scares me is that risk column is going to be a lot longer than the reward column. And if they lean on that to make this decision, you could argue that that would be the analytic or smart play in this in this case. And, and I would say if there are people in that organization that are saying sit Nick Chubb and save him for next year, get them the hell out of there. <laughs> Simple as that. I wouldn't because be opposed to that. The one, the, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing, the one thing right that call. I will say to you, the one thing that I'll say to you that Stefanski all these analytics people, uh, the owner, the, the, the training staff, the one thing that they can't do that Nick Chubb has to do is go in that locker room and look those other men in the eye. Exactly. And, yep. and, and say, oh, I'm bouncing around, but I'm not going to play because they don't want to end. They don't want me. Uh, they want to save me for next year. You go say that to a room full of grown men making a living playing football. You go say that to them. By the way, I don't think anybody in the front office is saying that to Nick Chubb. I just, two two of the Browns beat reporters just texted me and they said Nick Chubb's going to play. There we go. In their opinion, yeah. they don't know well, the like, no, yet. It, but and, they, and, and to but further your point, hey, play. first of all, the four of you are dummies. <laughs> We've known that forever. Whoa. Because, wait a second. I, wait, I'm wait, wait a second, Leroy. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, so is Leroy. Take the win. So is Leroy. Leroy. You're the one who took a thousand hits today. Do you guys understand the way condensation works? Sure. And how rain and, and ice work? Yeah. Yeah. You can cover the field. Yeah. It's still going to freeze. Exactly. <laughs> And so, that's why, but, but, here's the, but that here's was my the deal. point, Leroy. Here's the deal. Like, there's moisture I've in the played, ground. I played in Cleveland Municipal Stadium on that painted grass where it was so cold. <laughs> it was so cold and frozen that I wore turf shoes on the grass. That's crazy. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. That is right. very you don't crazy. understand guess what? what he just said. That's crazy. Because <laughs> the spike and isn't going to do anything. A, a, a plastic cleat what? isn't going to penetrate that. And, and you ready for this? I was the only one out there who looked like it wasn't bothering them at all. Cause I made that adjustment, put that rubber on the bottom of my feet. <laughs> nobody that else rubber did had that? some, some, nobody else. Why wow. did they go, man, why are you running so good? Yeah. Why did you keep that to yourself? I didn't, they didn't listen. It only takes a consummate professional <laughs> to even pack, to even pack his turf shoes. That's true. His rain shoes. On grass. See so what I'm did, saying? But you know, they on Fridays they say pack your shoes and stuff. That they're no, did the equipment guy even, make that announcement. Wait, Ty, Ty, I packed some Jordans <laughs> and some turf rain shoes. That was it. Are you even taking? And them, I say no, <laughs> none. <laughs> and they say, hey, you didn't pack no cleats. I say I don't need to. They go, what you, what you going to, I said, because I'm the running back and I know what I can run with. I'm going to ask you a very And guess what? I was out there, I was out there like I was all pro and they was running on slipping, <laughs> slipping all over the place because that plastic what on Jays? that ice That's didn't what I work. Mean. Leroy, what Jays was it? 
That's the that's like the, out of everything you just said, the You're most right. important question is what oh, number no, Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I never wore turf shoes on turf. I always wore basketball shoes. Me too. That's so, that old school turf. So, 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 so when yeah, it was yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. So, the so, so I didn't want <laughs> all that traction on on the turf. The the tennis shoes was was good enough. So well, no, I just want to know what number Jordans it was. One, well, two, whatever, three. whatever number they had, dude. Look, that's sad. Everybody <laughs> got that football. You know, you, you get that football catalog. That football East catalog Bay. to um, the threes. The East Bay. The East Bay. East Bay. That's it. That's, that's it. You know when people get that, people get that football catalog. Yeah. They would give you the football catalog to pick out your shoes. Yeah. And then they hand me the basketball catalog. There you go. Mm. That's that's what I wore. And 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 guess what? It it I'm look. I knew where I was going. I knew what I was doing. I just needed traction to do that. If you came all out of control, it didn't take much to get right by you. But so the field is going to freeze regardless because if you put the tarp over it, the heat from the field and the cold air when it changes, it's going to freeze anyway. And there's moisture in the ground that is already below freeze. So are you insinuating that they wear some Jordans on Saturday? No, no, no. no. You know, no tie. What they do, what you can do now, because the grass, you know, they, they the grass is all year round. It's not dirt. But what you can do is you can wear your rain turfs. Oh. You know, the rain turfs have that little knob on the yeah, bottom. I know what you're talking because yeah. I got some of them in yeah. the house. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, they, you, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at what you had to I do. I actually like them better to, than a lot of shoes, because they come comfortable yeah. and now you can still get a nice yep. break on them. That should yeah. be a segment at footwear choice by Leroy Horde. Leroy, let me, let me, let me ask sponsored you about Tri-C. Let me ask you about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> um, well, you, go ahead. I, um, I was, there was, I was at, uh, I ran across somebody from the VFW, right? Old school dude. He an old school Mason, right? What is VFW? Uh, he comes better to me, he said, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson played a little better this week. And I said, yeah, you know, once, you know, he, he didn't have any turnovers or whatever. He said, nah, um, you could tell he playing better <laughs> by the way he acted. I said, what you mean by that? He said, well, back in our turn, back in our day, you know, I'm an older gentleman, he about 80. He said, they used to call it Bronco uh, breaking. He said, uh, sometimes, you know, they, you know, when you do stuff, they try to take your spirit from you. In the first two games, I didn't see that level of spirit. And I said, yeah, he was more exuberant. He, he was more oh, you uh, seen demonstrative. The, you more swag. You seen the first now, Dan? Yeah. So, okay. And I'm going to ask you about <laughs> this because I do believe to a certain extent um, athletes uh, in, the, in, in the spotlight, there's times where you could be attacked in a certain way where it's like, right. They put you in a place and say, now don't you act up no more. And until you mm-hmm. get to a place where you comfortable enough to say, I'm gonna go out here and play my game. I, if I talk, I talk. Yes. If I if I'm moving first down mark, Abs- I'm gonna do it. Absolutely. And and I feel like Deshaun Watson <clears throat> has to get back to the place where he's Deshaun Watson and he ain't worried about if I do a first down, somebody gonna have some signs up. What are your thoughts about, uh, you know, his his demeanor and the way he could come back and, and how he needs to act as far as on the field to get to where he wants to go? I can give you a perfect example of what it is. Um, it's about being comfortable. It's about knowing and being more familiar with what you have to do on the field that you can just go out and do it and feel comfortable doing it. And then everything else that you have done, you you can get back to doing those things. Um, the first couple of weeks, he had to be nervous as hell. The dude ain't played football in 700 days. So I could understand why he might be a little tight, why the ball was bouncing. Why? And then the next week, he got a little more comfortable, took more chances, right? This third week, he was more aware of what was going on on the field. His surroundings. He started getting back to Deshaun of old. It's gonna take some time, you know. But 
as he starts getting comfortable, you're going to start seeing uh, more and more of his confidence come out in the things he does to play and how he plays. So I, 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 I'm, I expected as much. I expected that the first couple of weeks he's going to be, you know, a little quiet. He's he's not going to be as boisterous as he, he would normally be. And as he gets more comfortable, as the guys get more comfortable, because guess what? You know, you also, and, and, and kudos to Deshaun for doing this, the things you talking about the first couple of weeks is that he was, you know, not as quiet, not as demonstrative. You can't come in there guns a-blazing, <laughs> right? You can't, like, you have to go about it a certain way simply because you're new to this team. And those guys have been playing football for 12 weeks. So you got to be careful with how you come in because it don't take much for another player in that locker room to call you out. And so you got to be careful that you don't come in guns a blazing, you know. No with... rah rah speeches then, right? That right, is, what, what, right. What we need to be doing. No, right, whoa, whoa, right, whoa. right. You got to you got to play it close to the vest. You got to get some skin in the game before you start suggesting <laughs> what we need to do. And so kudos to him for taking those first few weeks in practice and in the game, right? And kind of sitting back and kind of playing his part and not necessarily coming over here, coming into the huddle saying, this my show now. This my stuff. Right. Leroy, right? Leroy what happened to Kareem Hunt? Why he ain't uh, as productive as he used to be? What you, what you well, think? here's what I would say about Kareem Hunt. And you guys are a little bit off to this extent. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back we're dummies. Backs. I'm about to say, we dummies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want the ball. I ain't no yeah. ball. <laughs> I don't want the ball. You can tell it's Steve. But, but think, about, think about this. <laughs> You're talking about a backup running back that's going to have 500-plus yards. That's a lot. That's not a bad season. That is a good season. You see what I'm saying? You, you So you got to put what he's doing in perspective. He got four yards of carry. So he ain't playing like no scrub. That means if he had 300 carries, he'd have 1,200 yards. So that's not a scrub season. He's limited with his opportunities because he plays with uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, but 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 wait a second. This is Leroy, explosive. We didn't, nobody said he was a scrub. Explosive. G said, and I agree, and I've said it before, he doesn't look as explosive. Four yards per carry is okay, but that's not special. <laughs> Kareem Hunt was special when he first came in the league. He, I mean, he did have the 1,300 hey, all purpose, right? It was 12. Yeah. He had about eight on the ground yeah. and about four. Uh, and when almost double-digit touchdowns. And, right. And maybe he will look special again if he becomes a number one back somewhere. I don't know. I don't even Just, know if he's going to get that opportunity. Here, let's not say that Kareem Hunt is what he is based on the numbers when he's not getting the same opportunities. Yeah, that's fair. And, and so... Right, we get and, it. And so to say... And, and all I'm doing is trying to take the numbers that he does have and put it in the context of what he's asked to do. You go go look at all the, the numbers for backup running backs, short yardage guys, big, you know, third down guys. Go look at those numbers. They always in the game when it's third down. I was always in the game at third and two. Get three yards and everybody dapping me up, but my yards per carry is three yards. <laughs> so 
if you can then take those opportunities and still make it a four-yard average, that means you are doing something. So I'm not going to take anything away from Kareem Hunt. He is doing an excellent job with what his opportunities and what they're asking him to do. You're talking about a backup running back who plays in a lot of short yardage situations, who plays a lot with Nick Chubb when he's running around and going in motion and stuff like that. And he's still producing what he is. All I can do is take that and say, okay, this is the role. He's playing the role fine. Um, Would it be different if he got more opportunities? We don't know. But to say that, oh, he's lost a step or he don't have the same explosiveness, a lot of that has to do with the opportunities that he is getting in the circumstances in which he's playing in the game. Yeah, he was featured way more in that Kansas City offense oh, yeah. than he ever has sure. been. Hey, Leroy, a question. Absolutely. Leroy, a question for you about the game itself. So, yes. the Saints obviously have a much easier path to the playoffs than the Browns do. Uh, yeah, if the, if the, the Browns win out, they have a uh-huh. 3% chance of making the playoffs. If the Saints <laughs> win out, they have a 43% chance. So, right. it, the game is obviously more meaningful to the Saints. Does that scare you at all? No, no. Look, it, it's a it's a weird dynamic with the Cleveland Browns. Um, where they are right now is here. They can beat any team in the NFL, and they can lose to any team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's terrible. You yeah. you watching? You, you watch? I watch every game team. on pins. I watch. I watch. Houston. I watch these games Houston on pins and needles because I know that both of them are options, you know? And and so um, from that standpoint, a lot of teams can't say that. Right. Like there's some teams out there that if they play certain teams, you know they ain't got a chance in hell. What's your fear and meter on so Andy Dalton? And that's what's so frustrating about this year. Huh? What's your fear meter again? on Andy Dalton, 1 to 10? With 40 miles hour wins, zero. Two? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all be low single digit, like like in the three. But 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 I would say this, but I would say this. They got a dynamic running back. No, yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, they do. Ooh, goodness! And our, line, and our linebackers is the weakest link right now. Yeah. Now, for I'm whatever reason, you, averaging less than four yards per carry, look, less than four yards. They, so 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 <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's so, a bigger like, factor in the pass game. But he's dynamic. That's what that's what Leroy's saying. But he hasn't been dynamic. He's uh, Leroy, Greg Roman decided he was going to throw the ball 30 times against the worst run defense anybody has ever seen. Um, and that's that's why Baltimore took the L. I can't imagine New Orleans, particularly with the wind. I, I would set over under on passes from the Saints at 15 on Saturday. I just don't think they're going to throw it. They don't have they, they um, probably won't need to. Here, here's here's what I would say about that. Make them pass. Make them pass. Get them in third and long. Absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I don't care what quarterback you are. You coming in the wind blowing sideways 30, 40 miles an hour, <laughs> and it's third and long, you ain't going to hand it off. <laughs> right, yeah. Good luck. Unless you're Bill Belichick against Good. the Bills. Right. Good luck. And the only reason why Belichick could do that was because he was having success Run the football, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna say. If if you the if you are the Browns, you better better make damn sure you stop the run. Otherwise, it's gonna be ten passes and thirty seven rushes. That's a fact. That's the game. That's gonna, the, game the game gonna be over with in an hour and a half. You know it's who their second? Fast. You know who their second back Good. is I'm right gonna now? Be there. It's cold. Do you guys know who their second, Mark their number Andrew? two back is right now? Mark no, Andrew. he's hurt. Does anybody know who their second Hill? back is right now? Taysom Hill. He's not a running back. No, but he does run he the ball. He gets, the he's ball. not he their second no, running back. They don't even have In- Ingram shirt. Uh, I don't think they. It's a guy who was really good like five, six years ago. You probably don't even know he's still in the league, but he just got picked up by them a couple weeks ago. Oh, you talking about Todd, Todd Gurley? <laughs> no. Base, similar, but uh, not Todd Gurley. David Johnson. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, a, uh, I forgot. Yeah. I that guy was really good. But I wonder how many yards David Johnson has this season. Well, he just got picked up by them a couple of weeks no, ago. That's why it's funny. Guess how many yeah. yards he Under has. Under 200, I'd say. Eight. 
Yeah, it's just been the last two games that he's been their third it, back. It, yeah, five yeah, but, but like, back. so, 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 you, you're kind of making my my earlier point for me. They only have one back. Essentially. Look at look at all these backup running backs in the league. Look what they're asked to do. Yeah, but Nick Leroy. Chubb is asked to do the same things, and he's excelling at it. Yeah, Tony Pollard's a second running back. He's much better than Kareem Hunt right now. He also gets more more opportunities. He does. He does. Well, that's only because he gets Zeke a lot more games. I mean, he's, yeah, but he's more okay, a part yeah. of their every game offense yeah. than, yes. than, than Tony Green Pollard's is. the starter. Whoa, they almost, they almost, whoa, they, Tony Pollard's the starter. Pollard no, almost, Pollard Ezekiel almost is. splits carries with Ezekiel Elliott. I bet it's real close. Now Zeke has missed time with injury. The only, yeah, the only running back that's probably why Pollard, if he does have more carries, that would be Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah, but I have Dylan in fantasy, and I can just tell you from watching nah, many of their games, Dylan doesn't touch the ball nearly. And, and as much. I got Aaron Jones, and he gets the ball. I, I'll say this: this, this, <laughs> this is gonna set up again once again, Leeward. This is how this this thing works. I'm gonna just give it to the whole world right now. What it is, Joe Woods, Taysom Hill is second on the Saints. Holler at 450 your boy. rushing yards. Holler at your boy, Joe Woods. You got wow, 50 mile an hour wins. They don't use them. You got one running back in Alvin Kamara. They're not going to use multiple backs. Sell out on the run. You (laughs) better be in Eagle. That old Buddy Ryan. (laughs) No, 46 Bear. Dig that back up. 46 Bear. Nine in the box. Ten in the box. I have everybody a named Mom up on that line of scrimmage. Like they giving out free hams or something. And and we going to be up there. Now, if you let this man, if you let them get Andy Dalton, 200 plus on the ground. See you like, you know, at Leroy, you can scheme open. Look, like yeah. they can't just block all them people. The stopping the run is, is, <coughs> is easier than counting as five. I got more people coming than you got to block now. Yeah, this, but, but here's the problem. Easy. You still got to tackle and that's been a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But here's you the know what tacklers a, a safety and he's got fewer well, than they're, 90 tackles. That's not fair because w- they're mics. It's been three this. different mics. That's a fact, right? No, it, that that's like people don't realize how important the Mike linebacker is. Please um, preach on it because and, I said something about it before and, the season started. And, and and you know what? Think about this: if you have a good Mike linebacker, he is just as important as Deshaun Watson. Don't don't slip don't don't believe wow, anything I, else. That's, so, that's, no, that's a I'm big telling you, the, the Cleveland Browns organization I, I mean, need to hear this. The way Leroy so talks, if you go, if you go through, if you go through three of them, yeah, you talking about third string quarterback. Yeah, that that's that's a fact. They like you think of all the 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 Hall of Fame linebackers that played Mike linebacker. When that guy was playing, that team was much better. Yeah, that's very true. Right? It's, it and, is important, and, and, and it's and, overlooked, and, and the Browns and, and, have overlooked And guess it. what? It don't even matter that that guy's making plays, and that's what you need to get over. I don't know what it is about that. But teams that have a, a strong Mike linebacker or a team, or that's the leader on defense, and he's around for the whole season, those teams usually end up being better on defense. Interesting. Hey, before we let you go, it. Leroy, um, I know this is an f- interesting game for you. You're you're from New Orleans, but your heart is with the Browns. Uh, give us a winner and a final score. Um, Browns seventeen to three. And that I would, absolute. If I, when I'm watching this game. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm watching the game. I got my little juice. I got my snacks. Whatever. I like your I like your Beer. t-shirt too. Yeah, I do. Oh, too. none. Is <laughs> <laughs> the new nice. Hey. So, 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 I'm going to say this. While I'm watching this game, right, if they allow or put themselves in a situation where uh, the red rifle don't have to throw the ball, I'm going to be mad as hell. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be mad. Quarterbacks uh, that are mediocre he, or below should not have nicknames. Why he call him? What? That, well, that's his nickname. The it has been going all the way back this to the right, Hey, Leroy, when you come on next week, are you gonna tell us the kicker is more important than the quarterback? 
There you go. <laughs> the, 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 the Mike linebacker is the quarterback on is the quarterback on defense. Uh, That's true, and, 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 and so they're very important. Leroy, Wait, have Leroy a great goes, Christmas. Goes, we got to remind you guys that Leroy, Tim, the twelve all signed some memorabilia. Oh, that's right. It is up for auction. Uh, auction not the right word. We're giving it away to enter. Go to wkyc.com/contest. You have to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show channel. A mini helmet and a football all signed. <laughs> DeQuell, yeah. Leroy, Tim, I, individually. I signed the Buckeye killer. <laughs> I signed the Buckeye killer. Contest runs through hey, hey. the day after Christmas. Uh, Leroy, appreciate you. Merry you, Christmas, Leroy. my right, friend. Man. I hope you, right. I hope Merry you get a lump of coal. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Even though Happy you call us a bunch of dummies. Hey. I think I want to be Jewish so I could get eight gifts, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Happy holidays to Bull you. Set, Bull uh, says there's room Bull. on the bandwagon. You can join us, Leroy. We'll bring you in. You, you got room? Nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right, I'm listen, good. enjoy good. Christmas. We'll talk to you next week, Leroy. All righty. All right. Great Later. Leroy Same Horde. Leroy on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I love how he sort of tried to talk like he was a meteorologist there for a second. Yeah, right. You know, you, you all guys are dummies. Don't know. You don't know anything about condensation. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, I we're going to bring in the person that knows more about weather, more about condensation than anybody I've ever met. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.